Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. I'm Gabe Lussier, and today we're looking at the story behind the first newspaper directed solely at Native American readers. The day was February 24th, 1835. Jotham Meeker published the first newspaper printed entirely in a Native American language. The four-page periodical, known in English as the Shawnee Sun, was printed at the Shawnee Mission in what is now the state of Kansas. The paper was issued on a semi-regular basis from 1835 to 1844, but sadly, only one incomplete issue is known to exist today. The Shawnee Sun wasn't the first newspaper aimed at Native American readers. Similar publications had cropped up since the 1820s, though the content of those early papers was written primarily in English. One of the most famous examples was the Cherokee Phoenix, which was founded by tribal leaders in 1828 in response to Georgia's efforts to seize control of Cherokee lands. Harnessing the power of the press to advance a cause, the leaders used the Cherokee Phoenix to publicize the state's actions against them and to build support for the tribe among white settlers. The paper's dual-language approach made it accessible to all readers, making it a powerful counterpoint to the anti-Indian narratives of the mainstream press. Ironically, the first newspaper published entirely in a Native American language wasn't published by Native Americans. Instead, it was the work of a white Christian missionary from Ohio named Jotham Meeker. Under the Indian Removal Act of 1830, several thousand members of the Shawnee Nation had been forcibly removed from Missouri and relocated to the Kansas Territory. In 1833, they were joined there by 28-year-old Jotham Meeker, who had come to establish a printing press at the Shawnee Baptist Mission. 
It was the first press to be set up in Kansas, or really anywhere in the U.S. west of the Missouri River. Meeker hoped to connect with the Shawnee more quickly by publishing religious material, including hymns and pamphlets, in their own language. The difficulty was that the spoken language hadn't been written down before, which meant there were no conventions for how to spell the words. Meeker's solution was to create a phonetic printing system for the Shawnee language, assigning letters of the English alphabet to the sounds of Shawnee words as best he could. He was joined in the endeavor by Johnston Likens, the paper's editor and a fellow missionary, as well as by many Shawnee who aided in the transcription. The system they devised together was crude at best. Some of the more prominent sounds of the Shawnee tongue weren't represented by existing letters of the alphabet. But rather than creating new letters, which would have taken longer and cost more, Meeker and Likens just paired some leftover letters with sounds that didn't match. For example, the letter B was used to represent the sound th, as in think. Despite its flaws, the new writing system got the job done. Many of the local Shawnee learned to read it, and some even began using it to write their own stories and articles. By the end of 1834, Meeker had started work on an even more ambitious project, a monthly newspaper printed solely in Shawnee. The first issue of the Shawnee Sun was printed on February 24, 1835, a fact confirmed by Meeker's personal journal. Little is known about the contents of the paper, though it's believed to have contained articles written by both missionaries and by several Shawnee contributors. The missionaries mainly used the platform to spread their religious message in the hope of converting Shawnee readers to Christianity. While much of the paper's content remains a mystery, we know a bit more about its format and distribution. The Shawnee Sun was a four-page publication and measured a little under 7 by 11 inches. It featured two 8.5-inch columns of text per page, and issues were distributed in small editions, likely 1 to 200 copies. The paper's circulation was limited mostly to the Shawnee who lived at or near the mission settlement, though some copies were known to have been sent back east to other missionaries and public officials. It was originally published on a monthly basis, beginning in March of 1835, but later issues were published more sporadically. In the summer of 1837, Jotham Meeker moved on to a new mission near the present-day city of Ottawa, Kansas. The Shawnee Sun continued without him, however, under the stewardship of John G. Pratt, a printer and missionary who'd been sent from Massachusetts to carry on Meeker's work. Records indicate that Pratt kept the paper going until 1844, at which point the Shawnee Sun ceased publication for good. Today, only two pages of the paper survive, both taken from the November 1841 issue. In 2008, those pages were translated into English by George Blanchard, an elder in the absentee Shawnee tribe of Oklahoma. It was his translation that revealed the Shawnee Sun as a missionary paper, not a secular report of recent events, as many had assumed. The Shawnee Sun's writing system had squeezed the tribe's language into a distinctly European mold, and its content apparently sought to do the same to Shawnee spirituality. That said, the vast majority of Shawnee residents chose not to convert, with only about 20% identifying as Christian at the time. 
For the holdouts, the Shawnee Sun may have been just another reminder of everything the tribe stood to lose. Some white settlers may have deigned to learn their language, but the conversation remained as one way as ever. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.